1: Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
2: Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio.
3: Welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky, live in New York City. It's Monday, October 23rd. I'm Jamie Erdahl. There's Kyle There's Peter Schrager. There is Jason McCourty. Jason, any question for you about which jersey you were going to wear this morning?
4: No, I decided it probably after the second quarter of the Ravens-Lions game. Mm. I said that was my favorite game of the week and the Mm -hmm. one I was most looking forward to. And boy, did Lamar Jackson deliver.
3: There were some unexpected outcomes over the weekend. Uh, Impressive win. That is the assignment right now. Peter, where do you go? I'm
5: going to go there with the Ravens. I don't have to go on a long soliloquy or monologue on it. I think it's pretty (laughs) obvious. We've been talking about it all morning. This was a Lions team that was the hottest team in football, had just been destroying teammates, winning by teams, winning by 14 points or more in their last three, winning on the road, doing everything you could want from the Lions. And we had started getting that, that hype machine going to the point where they were number one in power rankings. Mm-hmm. ESPN's Stephen A. Smith said they were the best team in football. And that's when you start to get crowned in October. And then here come the Ravens, and they put on the biggest blowout of any team we've seen this season. Maybe since Denver lost to Miami and they gave up 70 points. This was the most lopsided game of the season for Baltimore, obviously. But maybe in the top three of all year for any team, um, the Lions came into this thing with a top five defense, number one rated rush defense in the league, and they gave up 500 yards. And I said it earlier in the show, the Ravens took their foot off the pedal. Like they could have done more. They could have scored more and they could have had more yards. This was the most impressive win. It was a statement. It was. It all came together for Baltimore. They're coming back from the the London trip, obviously, and it was like, all right, let's let's show you what we could do again now on this thing at home. And the stadium, as much as their reliance fans, like the stadium was rocking. You you had. You know, dun, 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 dun. dun. Throughout the game, because that's what the Ravens are always rocking there. And it felt like this is a Ravens statement game to the rest of the league. You could have your Lions party, and you could do it elsewhere. It's not in our building, not today, not this week. Uh, I was really happy for Baltimore, because this is a lot of weeks of, like, figuring it out, and it all came together at the right time. And now Lamar is firmly in that MVP conversation, and yeah. the Ravens mm-hmm. might be the best team in football mm-hmm. after that win.
2: Ooh. Well, to that point, uh, I agree with you. There's, I think it's the number is 544, that's how many games are played for each for every team. There's like, 20 that like really matter. Mm-hmm. This is one of those games that matters. I feel like when it's playoff time, we're gonna be referencing this game. Mm-hmm. Remember what happened back in that. I, I feel like the Lamar MVP thing's gonna have wings. Now there's a whole new um, reservoir of Lions conversations about are they as tough as we think? Are they fugazi? How good is Baltimore? I think we're gonna be talking about this game for a long time. Yeah. And then when we do, let's just remember we can sum up the entire game, as as complex as it was, with one play. And just go ahead and give me some more Ronnie Stanley. Yeah. This is the play. This is the left tackle. I don't care if he's 300 pounds more than Kirby Joseph, who's doing. That's what Baltimore did to Detroit. If someone didn't see the game, they're like, oh, I missed it, what happened? Just send them that play. Just send them that GIF. That represents everything about who had it going and who didn't. Detroit couldn't have shown up smaller. Baltimore couldn't have shown up bigger. I mean, it was in an absolute annihilation of the lions. You see those terrible, morbid pictures when those idiots who are compensating for something go hunting for lions over in Africa, and they kill one and pose with you it, and it's disgusting. It, it was the dentist. Was usually That guy's life dentist. was ruined. Yes. And you know what? I'm not losing any sleep over it. That was John Harbaugh yesterday with a metaphorical lion that they basically <laughs> killed. Call. He could make a jacket out of that, like James Earl Jones coming to yeah. America just <laughs> over his shoulder. It was that bad. And get your dental work elsewhere from people who don't do that type of stuff but the Baltimore just destroyed Ronnie Stanley that was bad dude
4: as I watched that I felt for Kirby Joseph and I, I felt for him because there was empathy I've been in that position where mm-hmm. a lineman just locks on you and you're fighting like yeah. hell
2: not so fast now, now are you huh and not so fast there's
4: nothing you can do like you're just you just become obedient in that moment obedient, obedient. Ooh, like, it, what a
3: condescending that's word that's all you can do it's it.
4: like yeah Tyson agent's dad like this is it just let it happen it, man it. call me dad I've been in that position so yes, sir. I, as I look at it, it's hard to go against the Baltimore Ravens and what they were able to do. But I'm looking at the New England Patriots at home taking on the Buffalo Bills. Bill Belichick gets his 300th win. Nobody gave the Patriots a chance in this game. And it's a miss. The big saying in New England is always ignore the noise. Everything that's going on outside the building. And you guys talked about the Ian Rapp before the game talking about Bill Belichick with the multi-year contract extension in the offseason. Last week it was Albert Breer saying that Not so fast. Hey, Robert Kraft could be willing to fire Bill Belichick. And then you had this before. There was so much being said amidst the team not playing well. Uh, We talked about how the last three games, Mac Jones, zero touchdowns, seven turnovers, and they go out there on Sunday, and they kind of just silence everybody for at least a week. David Andrews, their center after the game, said he was going to go sit on his porch and just drink a beer. And it just felt like a good feeling after these past three weeks of them losing and the way they were losing to win that game, and the cherry on top was the 300th for Bill Belichick. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah, and he just said thank you after. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the 300 wins. Impressive. I don't know if the word really applies to the quality of my game, and I know we're going to talk about Tyson Bajan, but I'm just going to go Bears. The Bears win yesterday was just so – and I know there's a lot of draft stock that has to do with this win. Do you go after the wins? Do you not? Sure. That's for March and April. I just – I feel like the Bears needed this emotionally. Fans, ownership, coaches, whoever – they turned the Raiders over three times. They were three for three when they arrived in the red zone. Their Bears looked all right. And it was from the start of the game. And whether or not you want to get into a Tyson Bage and Justin Fields conversation, that's for beyond. The, the Raiders did not show up. There is an issue going on with the Raiders. But for the Bears, to beat, to go in and win with their backup quarterback. I was just happy for him. The Bears have been through it, and that's a win for the Bears yesterday. And I know that sounds a little condescending, but the NFC North is a mess, and that was a good win for the Bears. He
5: was awesome, and he was awesome with Laura Oakman in the postgame. game yes. was great. Now, in the locker room, he gets the game ball thing. Yeah. And if you look at the video, it's really cool. I know what you're going to say. Justin Fields is in the background, yeah. like, going nuts and so excited really like for ball. him. And I'm like, that's cool, too. I yeah. like that also. Mm. Awesome. My
2: favorite tweet about the game came from our colleague Greg Rosenthal, who said, uh, sure, he got the loss, but those snaps are valuable for Brian Hoyer's development as a quarterback. Oh and I'm like, that's really exactly what it is. We yeah. saw what Josh said afterward. Yeah. It. It's like, it's it, this isn't the preseason.
5: Well, yeah, I know.
3: Yeah. It yeah. took him a while to go to Aiden McConnell. Damn, Hoyer. Yeah, yeah, I
5: know. I know, it's tough. Josh Great guy. What? Was- Hoy- your boy Devontae no, no. Adams didn't exactly uh, look like Jerry Rice Okay, yesterday. also yeah, McDaniels
3: like yesterday. My God. Not NFL Network insider there. Ian Rappaport, he's joining <laughs> us now. Uh, Ian, please shed more words on Bill Belichick. Anyway, we got his 300th win yesterday. What else can you tell us about the future Hall of Fame coach? Because you were part of the conversation before the game started.
6: That's right. And Jason just referenced it. my report on game day morning about Bill Belichick's contract status. Really one of the closest held secrets in New England. Rarely a topic of discussion. I was able to learn via multiple sources that Belichick earlier in the offseason agreed to terms on a lucrative multi-year new contract. In other words, Belichick locked in for the future in New England. What does that mean? There's plenty of discussion. There no doubt is going to be plenty of discussion in the airwaves in Boston and the surrounding area about what this means, his status, and just what the report means, just because that's how Boston rolls. But that is the facts of the situation that before the season, owner Robert Kraft and the Patriots made sure that Belichick was locked in for the future. And the fact that they got a win, his 300th win, and then Belichick was asked about it and said, I don't talk about my contract I'm sure that's not going to be the end of that discussion. Anyway, more to discuss for tonight's game. Christian McCaffrey is expected to play for the San Francisco 49ers, dealing with an oblique injury that came up last game. They're pretty optimistic all week. Didn't practice until Saturday. Remember, because Saturday is a Friday because they play Monday. Uh, But he should be good to go, barring a setback. Some good news there. And then a week from tomorrow, the NFL's trade deadline is going to happen 4 p.m. So we're already going to hear some names, and we have heard some names. I know Jerry Judy was the name that has been discussed. He openly referenced that. Here's one that is generating some interest around the league. Daniil Hunter, the NFL's leader in sacks, he is a subject of trade calls. Teams have been calling the Vikings, just given the record, given the fact that Daniil Hunter has an expiring contract, potentially looking to trade for him. Last year, we had Roquan Smith be traded. Uh, At the deadline, could Daniil Hunter be this year's Roquan? We shall see.
3: Trade deadline a week from tomorrow. It is on Halloween. You're on Good Morning Football. We take both very seriously. Rab Sheet, uh, thank you very much. But we will apologize for nothing for what goes down a week from tomorrow. That's right. Do you want more NFL action this season? Yes, please. If you do, here's the place to go. NFL Plus brings you live games on mobile, NFL Red Zone, NFL Network, game replays, and more all in one place. It's called NFL Plus. Sign up today. At plus.nfl.com. Terms and conditions apply. The plus has everything and then some. Uh, it's, it's where the action is still to come on our show, though. We have week seven performances in which we would like to give out game balls for players, coach, ownership, whatever. Marion Doe, who gets your game ball this weekend? <laughs> Marion
2: Doe. That clock still ticking on yep, her. She's yep. still showing up. She's got 30 minutes of fame. <laughs> the Chiefs put on another show. Should they be talked about more? Are they the best team in football? They're going to host the AFC title game again, mm. aren't they? They are. Arrowhead.
3: We'll talk invitation. about it after
2: this. Arrowhead Invitational is right. It's a good handshake. It's, it. and they it's the handshake.
3: Yeah, it's a handshake. They did it.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses.
3: Patriots upset the Bills um, has all of Buffalo in a panic right now they sit four and three through seven weeks Josh Allen said after the game that it's pretty bleak here right now and that was an honest assessment of the game what's up with the Bills where do they go from here Kyle you do not want to go first because you want to listen to all of our thoughts I like to listen. and then you just want like to uh, cook it up and then spit it out what do you got Jack
4: it's tough right now in Buffalo I, I look at it their last three games and you heard McDermott allude to it they're trying to put their finger on what exactly the issue is they asked Josh Allen after the game what's going on with the slow starts and he said if I knew we would be fixing it so (laughs) they haven't been able to figure it out but like yesterday they were down 10 to 0 before they knew it the week before that they're going against the Giants they don't score a point in the first half of the game and then in London they were down 11-0 to the Jacksonville Jaguars so as you're watching them in their offensive struggles yes Josh Allen is a really good football player one of the best quarterbacks in the league and he finds a way to will his team back in the game and they're always in it at the end But let's stop spotting the other team points. Let's find a way to get things going early on in the game. And they haven't been able to do that. And we've talked about the Milano injury and everything of that nature. Josh Allen yesterday went down and put them up, and the defense couldn't stop them. And that's typically what you see, whether it's Poirier or Micah High, somebody making
5: a play, and that didn't happen. It's interesting because the Chiefs put up 400 yards uh, in the air and Mahomes threw four touchdowns and they're 6-1. We haven't talked about the Chiefs yet and a lot of Chiefs fans are tweeting the show and mm-hmm. we hear it. Guys, what about us? What about us? You almost wish the Bills could be one of those teams where it's like, we expect you to do standard. That. Like That's the standard. It's not
2: terribly interesting because we're so used we're to so it. We're so used
5: to it. Yeah. It's almost a flattering thing that like, yeah. hey, we... We, we are, know, we know. We respect it, <laughs> yeah. but we also understand that there's other more juicier topics. The Chiefs don't have... Games like the Bills had mm. yesterday, mm-hmm. and the Bills have them too often. A couple of years ago, I remember it was the Josh Allen versus Josh Allen Bowl mm. before we went to Bills London. Jags. Bills Jags, the Jags yeah. were terrible. It was Urban Meyer Jags, mm. oh. and the Jaguars like beat the Bills in Jacksonville, and it was when the Bills were rolling, and we were just like, "What? Like what? How does that happen? How does a team so good as Buffalo with a quarterback so good as Josh? How does that happen?" Yeah. Last year. I you know the Jets were winning a couple games, but Zach Wilson yep. and the Jets just just take care of business and handle Josh Allen and beat Josh Allen in a game. And you're this like, this is when the
2: Bills were number one on the power rankings. Everyone, like, they were the best yes. team in the league. Yes. Josh Allen's MVP,
5: we're crowning him, yeah. and they lose to the Jets. And Allen, of course, was hurt in this game, and we'd find out later it was a shoulder, and it would bother him all season. Yesterday was another one of those games. Patriots are the worst team in football going into this thing. 32 out of 32 in power rankings. One of these awful, awful teams that everyone just beats up on. And then they go and they look like they're the greatest team on earth, beating the Bills. And as Sean McDermott was saying... Mental mistakes, too. Missed field goals are one thing, but penalties mm-hmm. and mistakes. And then you start going down the injury list. You're like, well, they didn't have the. We don't do that with the Chiefs. Chiefs lost Nick Bolton yesterday. They yeah. dislocated his wrist. We don't, mm. we don't do that. Yeah, but the Chiefs don't have. Chiefs didn't have Omenihu all season. <laughs> this is what happens. Omenihu. I, I yeah. You know those names. I know. I'm bad at all names. I can't <laughs> do names. But I do know names of franchises, and that was a nice segue. <laughs> Chiefs take care of their business. The like Bills it. simply... Do not. And they lay eggs. I hate that they lay eggs like this. Not only every
2: year, more often than we would really ever want to see. Yeah, the Bills aren't the Chiefs. They're not. They're not. And they're not going to be anytime soon. You say lay eggs. Are you ever just having a good day and you're like, "Ah, I'm feeling pretty good about myself and you're walking across your living room and you just blast your toe into the (laughs) coffee table and you're just like, oh, I'm in the seventh circle of hell. (laughs) It hurts so bad. That's what the Bills do sometimes. Yeah. And I quote Sean McDermott after the game yesterday. We've got to find reasons why we're stubbing our toes. That's what they do. And the toes all sideways and terrible. Uh, I think Jason is on it. They're terrible early in games. 24 to nothing over the last three games in the first quarter. The Bills, to me, look bored. They look bored. They look complacent. They look lackadaisical. And you see that from championship teams sometimes. Brady Patriots teams would get bored. Even Chiefs Mahomes teams occasionally will show up and just not be great. The difference is... This is not a championship team, and it never has been. I remember the Jordan Bulls would lose three games in a row sometimes and be like, I don't know, it's the long season, we're bored. Then they turn it on. They look bored, lackadaisical, and if they don't start the first quarter soon, they're not going to beat anybody. They're going to lose yeah. Thursday night to Tampa Bay. They, they will. Here's the deal. I'm hitting the panic button because we've seen this before. We never seen them start 4 and 3 over the last few years. That's mm-hmm. different. That's I don't care if they have style points. They're not getting the wins anymore. Mm-hmm. They're usually at 5 and 1, maybe 5 and 2, not 4 and 3. That's a real problem. Remember they had one terrible missed call in the end zone away from losing to the New York Giants last week. They should have been called. Yes. Like, they would have lost that game. Sure. They got bailed out a little bit. Then we're at 3-4, and four, and then the sky's falling. And right now, they have to figure out how to start the game, and that goes on McDermott more than anybody.
3: And recently, Josh Allen has been saying, like, don't get after Stephon Diggs about his body language. He's, he's hard on himself. We're all hard on each other. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're, it's not just your wide receiver. It's not, you're, That entire team, the body language, when things start to go south, when they go down 10 nothing, 11 nothing. the entire bench is just... Subdued, Like, there is no, there's not even anger, really. They just kind of sit there and look at each other, and it's very strange, and it's not the energy that you'd want from a team with some fight in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just an odd change defensively with Leslie Frazier not being there this year or the injuries or whatnot, yeah. but there's a little bit more woe is me than I kind of want to see from yeah. a team that you expect more from.
2: Yep. I think Matt Milano was the third most important person on the whole team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Allen, Diggs, Milano, he's gone, but yep. we don't make excuses. You lo- A lot of, a lot of teams are those guys. yes yeah. yeah. yep. question marks with Ken Dorsey and his offensive, it
1: seems
4: like no it's doubt. all Josh Allen, how can we get some more goals?
3: Oh, Chiefs win their sixth in a row. Don't let them get hot. They dominated the Chargers really on all fronts, even though the Chargers hung around. Jay, what do you make of this Chiefs win?
4: The Chiefs now are like a TV show where it's just like season after season. Yeah. They just continue to come with the hits. You come back and you watch it every season because no matter what, you know it's going to be a hit show. And there's obviously the stars of it. You have Mahomes, you have Kelsey. You can, you know they're going to be a fixture. They're going to be the main characters every single season. Every episode they are going yep. to be mentioned. Then you have a guy like Rasheed Rice who shows up and he's like the new, the new star. He's the new character that we're yep. int- introducing. And he's like the guest star. But then you have the new ones that show up and it's episode seven of a season. It's already good. You're fired up for it. And then Nicole Hartman shows up. And now he's like, he was in the first season, but then he kind of went away. And then he shows back up. And you're like, that's why I liked him. Dramatic return. A huge punt return, a third down catch. But then there's a brand, there's him making catches. He yeah, had this one. He only had one catch through however many weeks he was with the Jets. One catch was an active some. And then Charles O'Menohu, he shows up from the 49ers last season. It's like this is the new guy on the show that we didn't even know we needed. I know. But he shows up and he makes a play, has a sack, has a deflection that leads to the LeJarrius Sneed interception. So as good as this Chiefs team is, when you start this past weeks, we're like, all right, they're really good, but, like, who's going to be the guy? Who's going to be – and it's going to be a cast of guys stepping up any given week to get them over the hump. Yesterday, it was Hardman, it was Omena who was stepping up, making plays both in their first games of Chiefs this season, early on having an impact. So to me, as I'm watching, I'm like, wow, who's number 12 for the Chiefs? I I'm just like, uh, Albert Wilson is a return. And it's, it's Hardman. Yeah. So uh, that was a fun thing to
2: watch those new guys I still, I still think they're looking mm-hmm. for their Leon in the sense that, like, Leon okay. joins Kerb like six seasons yes. in, and he is a f- fixture yes they got guys who come yeah, in but they don't, like, they don't have a leon yet like kelsey is jeff and patrick is is larry yeah. but they're looking for the leon and, and there's i still think yeah. they start searching
5: yeah um they had tyreek he was and they've mm-hmm,
2: it's mm-hmm. like they won the emmy without him you know tyreek was like suzy i know the <laughs> yeah. actually cheryl because then they cheryl. got divorced
5: true right um great uh, we can go deep like on that. a curb enthusiasm wormhole i i would say this only one team in the NFL has, only, has given up 21 points or less in all their games. It's the Chiefs. So as much as we talk wow. about it, the Chiefs defense has been awesome. And like at the end of the day, if you could hold Justin Herbert to 17 points, you're going to win. And I, I got to give love to Brett Veach, the GM, because they just deal with one departure after another. And then it's like, yesterday, Drew Tranquil is all over the field making plays. And mm-hmm. I'm going to say his name wrong. Charles? Omenohu. Omenohu comes off. And he's been wa- We waiting to see him. He's outstanding. You, you lose Nick Bolton, and for a lot of teams, you lose your best offensive player, your second best offensive player, and you're like, they're screwed. You got no shot, and this all is right. going to be an excuse. They just keep on rolling, and they move. Like, the Chiefs defense, of course, Spagnolo gets the love, mm-hmm. and Chris Jones, and all the Trent McDuffie love we get. It's all of them, and it's the roster building, I think, that deserves a lot of love, too. Chiefs defense has been the one constant this season so that they don't need to have that... What would you say the Leon character on offense? They can get by with just Jeff and Larry.
2: It's someone who joins it like in the middle of the run and just becomes indispensable when you're looking for him. Patrick Mahomes is 29 and 3 against the AFC West in his career. (laughs) That's his own division. Um, Can you name? The three losses. Anybody? I. You remember? You remember? I can do it. Jump in. Twenty-nine oh. and three. All
5: right. Never lost to the Broncos. Okay. Correct.
2: They're out.
3: Right.
5: <laughs> I remember them losing to the John Gruden Raiders when the Raiders did a lap with the boss. Yes. Arrowhead. Yes. Yes. Okay, okay,
2: that's one. one are the other two? Got I also
5: remember weird. a loss on a Sunday afternoon to the Chargers where Brandon Staley is going for it on 4th and 7 and getting it. It's 2021. That's Those the only one. two I can think of.
2: The third one was a Chargers loss in 2018. I want to say, was it maybe Thursday night? Was it primetime? It was. Mm. I think they lost to uh, yeah. the Mike primetime. Williams had
5: three touchdowns in that game. Phillip Rivers was un- unstoppable. It. In yeah, Arrowhead.
2: That's it. And I, I that's said all it all earlier. So. I was going to talk about the Chargers here. I just can't bring myself to The Chargers yeah. aren't working. They're, they're not working. You need to control out the lead. You blow on the Nintendo game. It's just, it's not working. They're two <laughs> and four they have so many good players and they have a great quarter they just don't win I, I had this moment last night when i was i was like damn the, i said this already the chiefs are going to host a title game again i think they are who, who peter you're saying that their defense is incredible the they're great. six and one they're just coasting along they got that loss out of the way early yeah. are you in love with anybody else in the afc right now i understand yeah. baltimore looked really good yesterday baltimore has had a few ups and downs this year I just think it's going to be the Chiefs and we're going to be sitting here and be like how do they keep doing it? I don't know. They don't always win it, but they always host it. That stat you just gave is is blowing. Patrick my Mahomes brain. is 29 and 3 against his own division That's and to Jake- think, even think of a game he lost, you you have to really rack your brain. 29 and 3. Anytime the Chargers or Raiders or are- Broncos want to do anything. I know you're trying. It's just not working. Any
3: formidable game coming up for the Chiefs to deter them from hosting an AFC title game, it's a home game for them. They host the the Dolphins in Germany. Germany. My bad. They host the Eagles after that. And then in December they host the Bills, but the Bills are a mess right now. But yeah. then they all they have to do is go on the road against the Raiders and the Packers. So it's like to your point, there's no one looking to derail them. It reminds me of when we were in London. I was talking to Lamar Jackson about just the start of the season is slow, and he said we're going to figure it out. Do you think the Chiefs lost their first game? Do you think Mahomes mm-hmm. ever went away from his guys? And I was like, well, dang. And now look at what we've seen from the Ravens and the Chiefs. There's no panic. They just get that thing right back on track. And no
5: not
2: about it, well, they're lost. And no Kelsey. And
5: no. Jackson. There's one team. Yes. It gives them hell. And it's the Bengals. Bengals. Yeah. And they're lurking. The
2: Bengals. They're, they're always around. They are lurking. That's and, a good way of it. right
3: sleep. now, there's bangles like... Bengals have won a couple in a row. Yeah. Bengals
2: yeah.
5: are
3: back.
2: Yeah. Bengals are back. Chase yeah. back. is cooking again. Bengals yeah. are the yeah. team.
5: Now, the Dolphins, of course, have the better record and all that. Mm. Bengals are the team that I would keep an eye
3: on. Burrow's right. a rock star. Uh, time for Will Selva out on the West Coast. The AFC
2: Invitational. Yeah, What's
8: up, Will? AFC Invitational indeed. What's going on, Jamie and guys? What well, we saw last night, the Eagles defense certainly holding the high-powered offense of the Dolphins to just 17 points on Sunday, their lowest output of the year. One reason for the stifling defense, Eagles cornerback Darius Slay, who went one-on-one with our guy, Mike Garofolo after the win. They call you big play, Slay. You
5: made a big play in that interception. Take me through it. Oh, uh, man, just making a play, man. Just uh, got my eyes back on the uh, quarterback and seeing what was going on. Uh, I actually had to come off my man and make that play. But, uh, man, it's a play I needed to make. Man, it's a play we need to do for momentum, and I did what I did to do. Just to be clear, you're allowed to do that if you come away with the football. Yeah, that's all it is. As long as you come back with a rock, you're good. Exactly. And I must say, this is a clean look right here. Do you think you played up to the uniforms today? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is very clean, man. Uh, They might not get this jersey back today, so I might be taking this home. (laughs) Darius Slay uh, exchanging jerseys with himself today. Congratulations, Slay. All right, thank you.
8: I believe that is a first. Meanwhile, the Patriots pulling out the last-second win over the Bills on Sunday on this Mike Gusecki touchdown. Running back Ramondre Stevenson with a couple big plays on the winning drive. Our very own Stacey Dales talked with Stevenson about the comeback victory.
6: Andre, how tough has this been? A one and five start. What gave you guys the belief that you could come out here and beat the Buffalo Bills? Because Josh Allen's pretty much owned the series of late.
5: Yeah, of course. Uh, just resiliency. Just our team going to work every day, not taking a step back, and just looking forward and trying to progress every day.
6: Enjoy this win. Boomer-sumer.
5: Yeah, boomer-sumer. Thank boomer you. Ah,
8: Stacey couldn't resist. The CW is the exclusive new home of Inside the NFL. Watch hosts Ryan Clark, Shannon Crowder, Chris Long, Chad Johnson, and Jake Cutler on Tuesdays, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, or stream-free, rather, the next day on the CW. Hey, which players are most deserving of our Week 7 game balls. We'll give them out when we return.
4: Giants commanders a division rivalry. They're going after it. Giants going to win this one 14 to 7. They get the victory. All right, check this out. You cannot make this stuff up. I wish I could. The Giants, this was their first offensive TD since September 21st. First TD in the first half offensively and their first touchdown scored at home this season. Giants fans, rejoice. You guys just broke a few records, and you got the dub. That's what it's all about. Packers fans like, and you thought that offense was
5: bad. Let me show you this. <laughs> uh, Packers-Broncos struggle for both teams offensively throughout. Let's get to Russell Wilson here. Nine threes up, looking third and four. That's Cortland Sutton. He's open. Touchdown. Looks like the Broncos are going to get their first win at home under Sean Payton and And Russell's fired up, and a win for the Broncos. They get their second victory of the season. Congrats, Denver. Russell Wilson, the victor over Jordan Love, Matt LaFleur. Ah, It's been a long season in Green Bay.
3: Uh, Let's go game ball. I don't think anyone's got a game ball coming out of that game. It's top performers of week seven. uh, Jason, who earned your game ball from Sunday?
4: Yes, there was a thriller against the Browns, and we had the Colts on the other side, but there was one guy that was just different in that game. Miles Garrett gets my game ball. Sure. Nine tackles, two sacks, two forced fumbles. All of that. One led to a touchdown. He jumped over the entire Colts offensive line. The guys next to him were holding him down to make sure they don't get him. But Miles Garrett from the snap just jumps over and blocks the kick. He was unbelievable yesterday. I feel like this guy has been the best defensive player in the NFL this season. To me right now, as the defensive player of the year, he was unbelievable yesterday. He showed up and he showed up.
3: You guys know when you're dating somebody and that infamous response, you're nervous, you're going to say, I love you, and then what's the worst thing that you can hear back? Thank and, you. Thank you. <laughs> when someone said, congratulations, Bill Belichick, you just won 300 games, mm-hmm. I, all he said was, thank you. Uh-huh. And then he's like, but, you know, we're not playing great, and the refs will call this ball a game. So I'll say it. Bill Belichick, you won your 300th game. It's fantastic. It's fun. You now meet, meet Don Shula and uh, George Hallis as uh, the other coaches that have won 300-plus. Andy Reid is nipping at your heels. But this is a cool thing. Bill Belichick, I don't know, maybe I'm doing this because he could be a colleague someday. Who knows? Uh, But uh, there's odd things going on with your team this season. There were weird things being said about you and the nature of your job security in New England. And he said, shut up, I'm going to get my 300th win, and then I'm just going to say, Thank you, after everyone wanted to say, I love you.
4: Have you done the I love you first and got to thank you? Of course not. No way. Of course not.
2: Do
3: I have I done the thank you? Maybe.
2: Oh, that's right. great. Um, Sorry.
5: It's great. All right. You guys have that game ball. I'm going to show a different one. This is pretty cool. We got this We're sent darn. to us at Good Morning Football. Yeah. This is an official Chiefs game ball. Oh, yeah. And mine goes to Travis wow. Kelsey. Yeah, spatula. On yeah. It's pretty awesome. Barbecue champions of the world Ooh. and Super Bowl champions of the world. Kelsey, everyone knows the ball's going to him. Everyone knows he's the entire offense. Everyone, guess what? 12 for 179 in yep. a touchdown. And this is with all the attention from the Chargers. And I... Look, we're not talking Taylor Swift here on the show, but there's, his life has changed dramatically yep. off the field. His game has not. It has oh. not made any impact whatsoever. He's actually gotten better since having to move homes and yeah. paparazzi follow his every last move. Like, I was a little bit on the... Did he really have to go to Saturday Night Live last week? Did he really have to go to the Phillies game? Yeah. And then he answers with 12 for 179 and a touchdown when Brandon Staley, a defensive coach, spent the entire week trying to stop him in the game plan. Travis Kelsey, National Tight Ends Day, you're the best in the game and there's no one even close.
2: Yeah, really is. I- I'm going to talk about it. the only player who, last time this person started the game, he was playing against college teams like Southern Connecticut State. And then went from that to playing against the Las Vegas Raiders. I don't even need to give him the game ball because I'll let the head coach do it. Coach Floos, take it away. In his
5: first start.
2: Oh. 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 Hey,
4: hey, y'all had my back from the jump, man. You know we had adversity last week, Justin going down, and you know right from the get, y'all had my back. So I couldn't appreciate y'all anymore. Couldn't have did that without y'all today, and glad we go out there and get a it going.
2: Yeah, that's a 23-year-old. You know what? There was a moment in this game, you know, he kept within himself, didn't make the big mistake, but there was an awesome moment where he ran for a first down. And check out this rookie, the undrafted rookie, what he does to the Soldier Field crowd. You're going to see this. He's in their their territory. He looks, he looks, he looks, and then he's going to keep it, move the chains, huge first down, the Bears going up scoring. Watch what he does to the crowd. Come on, give it some. Let's give it some. Let's go, Tyson. And they did. They went nuts. Look at the standing ovation, and then what has been a very disappointing season. I love this kid, guys. That's called swagger, right there. To not yep. give a damn and to say, "Are you not entertained?" <laughs> Believe me, Tyson, they were entertained. You uh, get my I my game. I, report, I reported before the Fox, Seventy people came in his support. Yeah. In, in the the Bajets. Friends,
5: the Bajets. Oh, they cool. came from West Virginia, which is not like a two-minute drive. Yep. Seventy different people, friends and family in attendance. For us. I love that's that. That's awesome. For hey,
2: to a West Virginia quarterback, born and raised in West Virginia, is unbelievably rare over the NFL history. It just doesn't happen for whatever reason. I know there's a lot of pride in that state and that region, and he didn't just show up. Like he got the win, guys need to yeah. make any mistakes. The Bears won at home first time in a long time. Tyson Bajans, my game The ball. first
3: drive was a pump, but the second drive, touchdown drive for mm. him, and then just never let it go. It was fantastic. Oh, a year ago, he was playing against Westchester in Pennsylvania. Westchester, Westchester, Westchester where, where I live. We have a
2: college? I didn't yes, know that. right?
3: I know. Uh, Cardinals, Seahawks, Geno Smith, kind of a rough outing last week against the Bengals on the road. 20-10, to 10, Seahawks win
2: pretty good. We spent a lot of time talking about Tyson Bajan, deservedly so. Let's talk about Deontay Foreman really quickly. The Bears running back had three touchdowns yesterday. Uh Guys, Deontay Foreman is on his seventh team. Drafted in 2017 to the Texans' seventh team. You know him back from Texas. He had knee problems and all that. He had a career day yesterday. Very cool story, Deontay Foreman. Bears get a win. Some angry runs, too. We'll see you tomorrow,
5: Deontay. The The Colts lose to the Browns, but that shouldn't dampen my coach of the week.
6: Okay.
5: Each week we do a coach of the week, and this week's coach of the week is Brown's special teams coordinator, Bubba Ventrome. Bubba, come on. Bubba, on. we see you. Bubba's yeah. unit is the best in football from the special teams perspective, and if you throw Miles Garrett on the field, you give him the green light to do what Miles Garrett can oh, do. There we go. Miles Garrett with arguably the most impressive play of the season: the blocked field goal from jumping over the line of scrimmage. Bubba was the one who got him involved there. The the rules are so difficult to get this down, and yet you have to practice it so many times to do it without a flag. You know you cannot touch another player on the line of scrimmage. You have to be on the line of scrimmage. You can't be running up. They get this down. But it's not just about Miles Garrett. How about Dustin Hopkins hitting another two 50-yard bombs in this game? Dustin Hopkins has five straight games of hitting a 50-yarder. That is an NFL record. Dustin Hopkins is having a historic season as a kicker. And here's the last part of it, which I love. Bubba Ventrone, Browns defensive coordinator, played in the league for a lot of years with the Niners, all the stuff. He used to be the Colts defensive coordinator. Yep. So is a little bit of a revenge game here. He went back into his old building. If you watched Hard Knocks in season <laughs> with the Colts a couple years ago, Bubba Ventrone stole the show. He was right. great in those special teams meetings. Mm-hmm. He made the move to Cleveland, goes back to Indy, and he is our coach of the week. Browns special teams getting some shots. Out here, I think it's all three facets of a game that matters offense, defense, special teams with the love on this morning morning. Shout out his
4: th- brother Ross Vitron played in the league as well. There you oh, go, Ventrones. Jim Schrager Schwartz
2: also got coaching. A lot of Browns revenge three game for
3: the first time ever. Look at this the NFL kicks off in Frankfurt, Germany. Sunday morning football exclusively on NFL Network. It's a must-see AFC showdown as the Dolphins take on the Chiefs. I should not be the one reading this. Jason McCordy should because he'll be there. Rise, shine, and watch. It's too much work for you, though. you got to rest your voice. Sunday, November 5th, I'll do it. 9.30 a.m. Eastern. More good morning football after this on the Plus. So check it out.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring –
7: rugged, resilient, and timeless.